0: Welcome to the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast, formerly known as Dilly Ding, Dilly Dong. But of course, that's all going to change now because everything's changed down uh, Leicester City, down the King Pass Stadium. And what a transformation it has been. The King has is dead. Claudio Renieri departs and Leicester City win back-to-back games for the first time uh, this season. Predictable, would you say, James? Was it inevitable that they were going to be stung into action like that and has it just increased the critics say, saying that to the players let down Claudia Ranieri? Well there's always going to be a
1: response wasn't there because these players have had their very integrity and their professionalism questioned and scrutinised under the most intense of media spotlights so there's always going to be a natural reaction to that um, just to just to prove themselves really and like we said before that these couple of wins have is. Have uh, made us happy because they're playing like we know they can play. But at the same time, it seems a little bit of, uh, of, of a shame, really, that, it, that it, such drastic measures were needed for it to come to this. But having said that, these last two performances have been performances that have been straight out of the Champions Greatest Hits album, hasn't it? We've been back to back to what we've we know they can do, what they did last season. And um, it's happened because they're now united again. And uh, I think this would lead us to to the obvious question as to whether this is is Shaky's job.
0: Well, I think uh, it's almost inevitable now, isn't it? You can't do any more as an interim manager than win both your games. He's got a 100% record now as a manager. Shaky, And uh, with 11 games to go of the Premier League season, five points above relegation zone, they're still not out of the woods and... uh, He's certainly got a response from the players and you've got that massive Seville game as well coming up as well. So you're right, it's vintage Leicester City at the moment, is it, from last season, uh, the way they play. And I think the secret to it is just the simplicity of it. Um, There's no great uh, rocket science about the thinking behind Shakespeare's decisions. He's just gone back to basics in how they play. And um, I think that's
1: probably what let Claudio down, don't don't you think? Yeah, I was going to say, actually, because a lot of criticism is levelled now at Leicester's players for... So,, well, why are you doing this now? Why are you playing like this now when you weren't playing like this under Claudio Ranieri? And yeah, I mean, a, a certain portion of that blame you can you can question the players and say, well, why weren't you doing it? But then we also don't know whether they were being told not to play like that, whether they were because they, they had they hadn't been pressing in previous weeks. They hadn't been pressing the way that we've seen them press before, like they are doing now. Jamie Vardy now looks looks like the player of old that we were used to. Teeth bared, snarling, nibbling at defenders, sh- leading from the front. We have not seen that under Renier. We don't know if that's because he he had he wasn't playing for his manager or whether because that wasn't the, the the instruction, that we don't know. Um, but yeah, I think on the Shakespeare front, I think I think it would be silly not to give it in until the end of the season now, because all Leicester have craved all season they've, they've, they've craved a sense of unity and that togetherness and that spirit and bond that we saw last season they hadn't, they hadn't had that for whatever reason this season they've now got a man that can do that that's got them together and playing together why put that at risk so soon after getting it why put that at risk by bringing in another man who the players might not really be as, as, as keen for or loyal for they've got a man here in Shakespeare who all the players know they all love him He's, he's been called for, the, the former Leicester psychologist, called him the glue that te- keeps the team together. So they've got that, why put that at risk then by giving it to anyone else?
0: And certainly the fans, if, if uh, their reaction in the ground on Saturday's anything to go by, they, they would support the decision to give it to Craig to at least the end of the season. If not more, if he does a good job of the next 11 games, why not permanently? I mean, we seem to go around on the same managerial merry-go-round and whenever there's a vacancy, it's the same names that are mentioned and connected with it. And uh, Perhaps it's time for something new I mean Craig is vastly experienced as a coach he's 53 years old now you know he's been a number two for all his uh, managerial coaching career he's not been a number one perhaps it's his time and perhaps he senses that I, mean, I know the, um, Martin Keown the former City defender questioned his motives didn't he on Match of the Day uh, But why he wants to do it now and uh, say surely a club of Leicester's size would go for a big name well big names don't guarantee success remember sven and Ericsson mm, you know exactly. and and um, so uh, perhaps perhaps it is time for a, a different think, way of thinking. I and mean, as you said, the players believe in him. The fans obviously believe in him. Give him to the end of the season. I say.
1: Yeah, I mean, I suppose the the, the cynic would potentially say that. Does Shaky have the public profile that would keep the interest in the Far East? do all the Leicester fans in the Far East and the people that the owners try and tap into for their business ventures over there, do they have does he have a bigger enough profile? Um but from a purely footballing point of view, like we said before, he seems to be ticking all the boxes. And for someone who never um has never really done it before, only as a only caretaker point of view, he's handled the media very, very well, I thought, and I asked him on um, asked him on Saturday what's been the biggest difference that he's found between being a number two and being a number one, and he said mainly it's the, the media duties that he's, he's found surprising the amount he has had to do and the intensity of it. But having done that at a time where he's been under question for his motives and the players' motives, I think he's handled it well. So I think from a from a media point of view, he's done he's done well so far, and it's, so again another feather in his cap as to as to his ability to do the job on a permanent basis.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I I agree. He has handled the media very well, Um, but he's that sort of amiable character. He's um, very approachable. Um, He he would have learnt a few tricks from Nigel, uh, how to Jeffrey boycott a few questions and flat-bat it, Uh, and he has done that on a couple of occasions. Certainly the question about, does he actually want the job? Uh, He hasn't actually come out and said he wants it, but we all know he he wants it. I think he feels it's his time, so... Yeah, he's. Uh, but yeah, I think that this whole idea of having to have a high-profile uh, leader, a manager, to raise the profile overseas. If you've got a winning football team, that raises your profile overseas, regardless of who's in charge. And uh, uh, we saw that last season, really. I mean, Claudio Ranieri is a name, but you wouldn't uh, associate him completely with success. Mm. It was his first ever title. He's won cups before in Italy and that. But, you you know, when Claudio was uh, announced, he was um, associated really with being a bit of a comic figure in this country. Uh, But uh, obviously now he's left being the champion. And uh, long may that continue. That'll never be taken away from him. But uh, interesting about Shakespeare being the man-manager, because you mentioned Vardy there. We've been waiting for Riyad Mahrez to come to the party as well, haven't we, to Vardy's mm. party, and uh, he certainly did. That was a stunning individual goal for the second, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, it was, and uh, Shaky said afterwards that that Mahrez has been frustrated with himself a lot this season. And uh, the problem with Riyad, he gets a lot of criticism from, from fans who make him look like that he's not putting enough effort in for someone that's not playing very well. But the thing with Riyad is that it's difficult because even when he's playing well and it's all working, he doesn't look like he's putting an effort in anyway because his, his languid style, that's how kind of skillful he is and the way he manipulates the ball without really even looking like he's trying, makes him look like he's un- uninterested because it just seems to happen so naturally and he's kind of like shrugs the shoulders and he's just languid movements. But at times I feel like he's, he's almost tried too hard. Um, recently, and that he's tried to take on too many people because he wants to try to force himself back into some kind of form, and even with the goal, it looks like it It, it wouldn't have mattered how many Cruyff turns he had to do, there was no way that no-one was going to take the ball off him before he managed to somehow force that ball into the bottom corner, and you could even see by his rea- his celebration it was more of a huge sigh of relief than it was a, a running around celebrating, I mean he had to get lifted up by Danny Drinkwater who was laughing into him, but for Morrow did look like he was just breathing a big sigh of relief because this is what, his first goal in Open play in... Oh, I can't remember how long... It's April. Yeah, something like that. Um, but even when, he's, even when he's not playing at his best and he's low on confidence that he is, he still has that ability, more than I, any other Leicester player I've ever seen, to be able to just conjure up something out of nothing that makes you just stand and just go, wow, that, is, that was unbelievable.
0: Well, I watched it back with uh, my 13-year-old um, nephew... And as I was watching, I said, watch this goal. And uh, he started off cutting onto his left foot, then he cut back and then he cut on his left foot. And, and my, my nephew went, where's he going? And I think that's what the defenders were thinking as well. Where, where's he going here? And then he cuts back onto his right and pings it into the bottom corner. And uh, that's why he's always going to be in the team, isn't he? Because he, he can conjure up those moments of magic. And uh, now he's got that first one on the board you know, who knows, Seville. He could he I could know. be the match winner against Seville. Those, I mean I think there's poor defenders who
1: must have been thinking just show him on his left foot, Sherman's on his left foot, him on his left foot, show him, on his left foot show him on his left foot, and he did, he turned up his right foot and buried it to the bottom corner. So you must think what on earth they should what they have to do. But no, Se- Seville we've seen before that Marez likes the big stage, doesn't he? And there are no bigger stages for Leicester than the chance of reaching the quarter final of a Champions League. And you have to say they have a chance, mm. they have a real chance, with an away goal and Leicester playing how they are now under Shakespeare and with Seville having quite a poor away record. I mean, they're the only team not to win away from home in La Liga last season. Even the teams at the bottom managed to get at least one win. Obviously, they've turned it around now because they're a very strong side and uh, pushing for the Liga title, but you wouldn't say they are a very stru- a strong, strong side away from home. So Leicester have got a chance. Absolutely, and
0: before that, they've gone away on a bonding session—a five-day break in Dubai, uh, a little bit of training. But I can imagine the rest of the time they'll be relaxing, getting uh, spending time together, spending time with Shakespeare. And we've seen these little breaks before. They didn't go away together uh, officially uh, after the Arsenal defeat last year, but they did. Some of the lads did go away together, uh, and they came back and they kicked on and won the title. It could be. Uh, this could be a little masterstroke taking the players away now. Yeah, I mean,
1: that was quite a key thing last season, wasn't it? After that Arsenal game, they, they lost in the last minute. It was very, what could have felt like a, a bit of a deflating moment. But in what was a very shrewd piece of management from, on Manieri's part, he said, don't worry, you go away, have this week off, relax, don't worry about that. And it, it proved a bit of a masterstroke. And they came back rejuvenated, determined, to see it through, and whilst the the situations are, are a lot different this season, I think I think it's a good thing, isn't it, they've got enough time, and as we've said before, they've struggled for a bit of unity and a bit of togetherness this season for whatever reason, with results not going very well, and I think it would do them, it would do them good, they can just relax, just get some togetherness and spirit and bonding, and shake is the kind of bloke managerial keep spirits high, and there'll be a bit of laughing and joking going on and I think it, it, it could come at a good time. I think it's vital for, as well for the new lads yeah. coming in. They've uh, struggled to, struggled to and they've
0: evolved, a bit better, Yeah, Ahmed I mean, Musa. Yeah, Ahmed Papi Mendy's not in the squad at the moment, is mm. not in, Kapuska not in, Samani's on the bench, you know, there's, uh, all these new guys that have come in, they've really struggled to bed into this squad and um, I love the guys, that, especially the guys that came late in the transfer window because all the pre-season stuff had gone. Um, so, but now it's an opportunity for them to get away as they would have done pre-season, and get to know their new teammates a bit better. Perhaps it will breathe new life into Moussa, Slomani and the others. So, yeah, it could be a it could be a cracking thing. A bit of sunshine doesn't anybody's it. Twenty eight degrees in really Dubai not, at yeah. the moment, so uh, and we're looking out in the window here at Mercury Towers, and the sun is out bizarrely, but it won't be out for long as uh, typical weather in this country. But uh, now they should come back refreshed and fired up and ready for Seville. So. Excellent, so check back with us, check back with the Mercury website and on the Facebook page um, towards the end of the week uh, for all the uh, news, because we're hoping for an announcement towards the end of the week, aren't we, about the managerial position. Shakespeare's holding talks with the owners after the Dubai trip, so we'll have more news on on who's going to be in the hot seat for the game against Seville uh, towards the end of the week. So keep checking back to the Mercury website and our Facebook page for all the news.